Welcome to Roundhouse Roulette, a Walker, Texas Ranger podcast. Hey guys, Adam here again with part two of this week's mini-sode. For those just joining us, we are breaking format to unleash some of our podcast table scraps before returning Wednesday with a bone-crushing recap and review of the Walker, Texas Ranger episode, Full Contact where uh, essentially Walker does Rocky. So, pretty classic. Today we pick up with an update on my Chuck Norris gold adventure, and then jump into a conversation that spun out of Walker's use of a laser pen uh, in the Road to Black Bayou episode. In the process, we also venture into our Bob's tie-dyed backstory. Uh, (laughs) But before I hit play here... We caution taking financial advice from action stars, uh, let alone podcasters talking out of their butts about the stock market, uh, which we somehow managed to do here. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, oh, wait, does does that mean you shouldn't take that advice? Uh, uh, Okay. Well, either way, you guys are smarter than us. Um, I'm just going to hit play here. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> they found you. <laughs> Last week's cast, we talked about how for his birthday, Chuck Norris thanked his fans for wishing him happy birthday, but on the same post, use it as an opportunity to promote one of his other business ventures, which, again, all the power to him, and um, this could be a good investment for all I know, but... He's talking to his older retiree fans and saying, hey, don't trust the American dollar. You got to get your money into gold. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. (laughs) And uh, last week, I signed up with our roundhouseroulette at gmail.com email and my personal phone number. And, you know, a few days went by. I didn't receive any emails or phone calls. And I got a call on my cell. I picked it up and uh, why, why, why? it would it was these guys. They were like, we saw you're interested in looking at retirement investments and we just wanted to reach out to you and give you some more information before we sent you our packet. And I'm like, oh, uh, is this a thing with Chuck Norris? <laughs> <laughs> and, Chuck, uh, uh, Chuck Norris told me to look at this. <laughs> he's like. He's like, yes. <laughs> I forget exactly how he phrased it, but he was like, uh, <laughs> he was very involved in this <laughs> exactly, adventure, or something like, like yeah, that. So. And I was like, well, I don't want to waste your time, but I just want to be open that I have a Chuck Norris podcast, and that's why we were interested in it. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, we just wanted people to know that. <sighs> They don't know it's an option to turn their 401ks into gold. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I didn't know that was an option. And he's like, well, would you like me to send you some more information at your email account, roundhouseroulette at gmail.com? I was like, please do. (laughs) And what we have in line here, guys, is the email I got. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm busy reading over this PDF that 
apparently was written by Chuck Norris. It says um, from the desk of Chuck Norris, right? No, it says by Chuck Norris. A special report. There's two of them. There's a, a longer special report, and then there's a shorter one for people with lower attention span. Hey, yeah, I'm reading the long one. That one says, from the desk of Chuck Norris, why I trust in God, guns, and gold. Look at this graph with food and U.S. dollar index. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all from 2020. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, that- Basically, you know, you put your money in something and it's it's basically in stocks that are actively managed. And sure, you pay your stockbrokers like money to manage that, but your money grows at a very fast rate. They're basically taking those stocks from people in exchange for gold, which is something that uh, is relatively stable. Uh, right. But in exchange, those people are now making out like bandits, literally, when your stocks actually take off. Anyways, yeah, this is peddling all these things like this quote here i never thought i would live in a country where social media companies like facebook and twitter could quote cancel and block the words of a sitting president dot 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 oh boy it's like just hold a press conference you have not been canceled yeah you're the most powerful person in the world <laughs> yeah or where i'd hear on pbs no less that my conservative children and grandchildren ought to be taken from their homes and sent to re-education camps. (laughs) What? Wow. wow. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I I think I missed that one. I would like to note that we did discover of this whole thing on his Twitter account. So you mean he did, he wasn't canceled. I thought Chuck Chuck Norris hasn't been canceled yet. Right. Right. Okay. Keep this up. He will be. Yeah, I think so. I think we're probably going to have to cut this whole segment out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It actually doesn't make sense. Like, when you're older, you don't have that much time left. So, why take something like that that is just going to sit at a steady rate? Yeah. If you're younger, it makes sense. Put half your stuff in really high-risk things and then half of it in something that's not going to lose much that value. That makes sense. Yeah. But maybe for older folks, I don't understand why they would do that unless they're looking at maybe... They're looking to use as someone who's tried and tested within the elderly community and worthy of their trust. So I got Marie a subscription to the Sunday Boston Globe, and it comes with the Parade magazine. Mm-hmm. And all of the advertisements in Parade magazine are like, buy this, you know, cherished memory porcelain model of like praying hands with like quotes from the Bible. Or there's one that's like a commemorative coin set of the greatest American presidents. And it's got like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Reagan, and Trump. <laughs> it's like, wh- what? <laughs> you say Boston yeah. Globe, at least throw in JFK, you know? Yeah, they're like, oh, it's Parade. Everyone like uses that to line their like rabbit rabbit <laughs> hutch or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this this seems like even lower brow than than that. Can we get into laser pointers here? Like there was a whole era where that was like, oh wow, a laser pointer. And now they're just for cats. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually got a laser level. When I was working on that tiling project, and uh, it's basically a glorified cat toy now. But yeah, <laughs> it served its purpose. Now it's a cat toy. I remember when kids would sneak those to school and they'd be like, oh, he's got a laser pointer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mess with the teachers. You can point at things. 
they kind of like became obsolete around the time cell phones came out, but they're still just as useful, but only for cats. <laughs> yeah, maybe only for cats. I mean, as far as kids are concerned, a laser pointer when it was popular in school, it was like an extroverts thing. So like a kid would use that to be like popular and cool and like show <laughs> off to people. Whereas now kids have cell phones and they can just be like in their own world and they don't care if someone has a laser pointer because they have the internet at their fingertips. And that's mm-hmm. way cooler than a laser pointer. Mm, they're like, yeah, that's my true. parents got me a cell phone a year before you. <laughs> You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like to point out uh, point how out? point how pointless they are. Oh, good God. Yeah. Good um, yeah, I remember like... It was even cooler if your laser pointer had the things you could screw on the tip. So, like, you know, it wouldn't just be a circle. It would be, like, a shamrock or a smiley face. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Killing it. What about, like, green ones versus red ones? I think it's a Star Wars thing. I've never seen a green one. I've only seen red. I've only seen green ones used by birding guides. To point out on branches where birds are at a distance. You know you know they're old. Uh, okay. So, Evan, can you describe <laughs> to our listeners what Ocean State Job Lot is? <laughs> okay. Um, think of a product that you encountered in a grocery store or a department store or maybe saw on TV five to 15 years ago. Now, in your mind, that product is gone. It has been wiped off the face of the planet. You will never see it again. (laughs) Now, enter the doors of Ocean State Job Lot. That product is alive again. And it's just as bad as you remember it. (laughs) But it's actually available and for sale. And that's Ocean State Job Lot. And it's much cheaper than it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's where I bought my first laser pen. I bet you could still get one there. They probably still have them. Fidget spinners. And it came with, no joke, probably about 10 different... Like attachments to make different... Exactly. Attachments you can put on the top that had like a heart. Uh, Oh my God, a heart? That's amazing. Oh yeah, of course. These are like proto-emojis. This was like... Sure. (laughs) This is probably where it happened. You know, they're like, oh wow. But... What blew my mind was when I went to Ocean State Job Lot to buy this laser pen, they carded me. And, you know, it's one of the first times I've ever been <laughs> carded, and they needed my ID for me to buy a laser pen. You had to be 18. Yeah. Really, and, because high school teachers didn't want those asshole kids. <laughs> pretty pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And l- let's be honest. I mean, that was the day I knew I was a man. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. How'd that feel? Unfortunately, Ocean State did not know Adam was a man. They couldn't do the math properly. And even though Adam was like 19 or 20 at the time, they didn't think that he was over 18. They oh, had to yeah, call they manager actually, in. You, you were, were denied you service? Day, I was there, yeah. They were actually looked at my birth date and they're like, no, you're not 18. And I was like, no, no, I am. <laughs> Here's not a lot it. of math majors working at Ocean <laughs> yeah. State Job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of had to do the math for him that, okay, I got the, the I got the laser pen. So when I was in high school, I worked in a convenience store and you had the little stickers that said, what year you need to be born in to buy cigarettes. 
They probably didn't have that at Ocean State job lot. Not for no, no, they didn't have that for the laser no. pointer. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Hell no. But, but, you know, Ocean State, one of my favorite places. It's, yeah. uh, it's it, all his Christmas gifts at Ocean State job lot. Literally, I feel like I'm living 15 years behind every time I open a gift from him. There you go. Yeah. I had a really great run in high school. They had blue Pepsi, which I hadn't oh. seen for years. And I bought a lot of blue Pepsi there. Also, they had a ton of really great shirts by a uh, a company from New Hampshire called The Mountain. Oh, yeah. You familiar with this place, Bob? You know I worked there, right? I do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I worked there actually twice. I worked there right out of high school. And then I actually worked there for a few months after I came back from Nashville in that glorious 2009 economy. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Oh, no, yeah. I did, well, I did a bunch of temp jobs. In <laughs> Damn, right. I was like, right. Well, first off, Evan, describe the mountain T-shirt, and then we'll let Bob get into his day-to-day here, because okay. I, I need to get into this. <laughs> okay. Christ. Have you ever been scrolling through the internet and found a T-shirt that has a... Um, uh, okay, a T-shirt that, as a base, the T-shirt is tie-dyed, but only one color, and it has an enormous screen print on the front of something ridiculous, like a howling wolf. And the you three said, wolves in a moon. right? And then you said, "Oh, the shirt's hilarious. I should buy this." And then you go to buy it and realize that it's selling on the secondary market for sixty dollars because other people think that it's hilarious. That's a shirt from the mountain. Yeah. Yeah, except the ones at Ocean State Job Lot are the ones so bad that nobody wants them. Yes, I was actually at Ocean State last week, <laughs> and uh, the, a, a classic example of them, they're still selling mountain t-shirts to this day, and they're not selling them ironically. That's the beauty of Ocean State. Yeah. Um, so they're like five bucks, but uh, you have to settle for something that's like really ridiculous. So in this case... Uh, and this one is fairly appropriate to this episode of Walker. <laughs> it's a uh, base navy blue tie-dyed shirt. And on the front is an enormous uh, screen print of a navy seal. Except mm. that it's not a human. It's an anthropomorphized literal seal dressed up as a navy seal. <laughs> deep, deep. That's a whole new level. <laughs> if I go back, I'll try to get a photo and maybe we can throw it on the website. It's uh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any Navy SEAL would wear that shirt. That's a problem with it's that. It's kind of insulting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't think me. a human would wear that shirt. Like that's no. I don't know what you do with that. Evan that's you, you got one though that was like a pink unicorn shirt, right? What what was that one? I still have the unicorn one. Because it's so good. It's just pink and has a giant unicorn on the front. Yeah. What else can I say? No, no explanation necessary. Yeah. But they had like a whole series that were like, you know, these ridiculous like fairy goddesses that have like animals flowing out of them. Just totally over the top. Another one I saw last week, I think it's tie-dyed base purple and it's like a giant koala face. And you might be like, oh, that would be cute. But no, it's like the entire <laughs> front of yeah. the shirt is a koala face. Like, it's so close that it's no longer cute. It's just weird. I have one that I used to wear even like within a few years ago to work that's like sky blue. And it's the whole front of it is an eagle's face. Just Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they had bird faces like that. I have one that's a cardinal that I love. <laughs> 
one of my best, the best things we did ever with a shirt from Mountain is our friend BJ. We play Magic the Gathering over his house, and he takes it really seriously. And he had never met my wife Sarah before, and she doesn't know how to play Magic the Gathering. But we were like, what if we make it like she's a magic master and he should be intimidated by her? What would be the way to assert her dominance without her even saying a word? A mountain t-shirt with a wizard on it, (laughs) tie-dye blue. And she wore that over his house, and he instantly was like, oh, no, she knows what she's doing because of the mountain shirt. To the point where, I mean, she had never played before, and we were trying to help her out. He was like, no, no, no. No one helps anybody. (laughs) (laughs) All because of the mountain t-shirt. Respect. It is a intimidating image. So I want to know the day-to-day of mountain t-shirt production, Bob. What do we got here? Well, I don't know how much of this is going to make it on the air because it's kind of embarrassing. But when I worked there out of high school, this is my my, uh, gap year, 2001 or 2002. Yeah. I would do the dyeing of the shirts, right? Nice. We'd put them all, all, stuff them all into these bags and we'd have these huge like 500-gallon tubs. We'd have to fill up with hot water and we had all this dye mix that we'd put in there. And you stuffed them into these weird um, bags that had like a, I guess that was kind of how that particular dye style came out. You didn't tie them, you stuffed them. And then you float them in this thing and then you wash them out. But man, it, every night it was just, we just drank beer and like smoked weed. <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly what you'd expect when you look at those shirts. <laughs> it was the best job I ever had. <laughs> how would you feel if you spent the whole day like tie dyeing something green? And then you're like, man, I, you know, I put in a whole day like tie dyeing green. And then the next day you realize that they screen printed like a giant cockatiel face on it or something like that. And you're like, what the hell did you just do? <laughs> do they do the screen print before or after the, the tie dye? Oh, no, they, yeah, they have to do it after. Okay. Okay. So we would dye them and then wash them and then dry them and then they sort them out. <laughs> I'll tell you, when I was there, because of the you time- You know where I'm going with this. Okay. Yeah. That that whole business ran on the blue shirt with the eagle and the American flag. Because this is like 2002. So- mm-hmm. uh, 9-11 kind yeah. of. Yeah. It was nothing but American flags. Uh, so, there was another one. I, I don't remember it very well. It was It's the most ridiculous image. I almost bought it because it was that ridiculous. But it has like a cyborg on the front with an American flag that's like- spearing like a demon and it's it says something like like world war america or something like Whoa. world war freedom or so it's like what what I, is this i think i was there in simpler times definitely <laughs> like wolves and uh whales yeah a lot of wolves oh the wolves are awesome oh, maybe yeah. some hummingbirds uh, there was like one with like a, a picture of a pocket with a kitten oh yep yep pretty good <laughs> yep did you ever interface with the creative side of mountain t-shirts? No, unfortunately I never did. But we okay. did do some really cool dyes that you had to like dye them once and then you would like tighten the bags even more and then dye them a different color. And they had this like fire. It was actually called fire. It was like Ooh. just yellow and orange. And it, those looked really cool, but they took way longer to dye. Wait, mm-hmm. so could you, all right, two questions here. Yeah. What are the odds of you reaching out to mountain and okay. us doing a roundhouse roulette mountain t-shirt with Chuck Norris? Hmm. 
I don't think I know anyone who works there anymore. Because when I went back there to work there again, you know, 10 years later, out of sheer desperation. Well, let's talk about that error of your life. Let's go, <laughs> let's go to the back to that. You're like, hey, we you know, I just broke up with Adam in Nashville <laughs> and I'm going back to New Hampshire and I'm probably not going to tell anybody about this period of my life. Right, let's, bring right. it, let's bring it to the forefront now. Well, first I worked at a uh, flower place that we actually put bulbs into little uh, pots and stuff. And we'd ship them for like 1-800-Flowers. Well, those come from Marlboro, New Hampshire. And you never sent me flowers. I didn't have those things. The orders came in from the internet. It's not like I could just sneak one out. <laughs> I was a grunt on the assembly line. Okay. And then you're like, all right, this is, this is pretty low, but can I go back to my high school job? That will be lower. Let me see if it, I can do that. It, it was. In fact, I, it, I was, it was for a temp agency and I was working for the flower place and we just busted through all the work and they're like, it was around Mother's Day yeah, or Easter maybe. And they're like, okay, well, we don't have any work. So the one day they're just like, you want to work at the mountain? I go, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) My second tour of duty at the mountain. One of the things I did was stamp the logo onto the t-shirts. Because when I worked there the first time, they had these leather tags. You know Mm, what I'm talking about? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the newer ones have a stamp. How many many shirts did you have to do a day? I have no idea. It was one of those things where you just do the same thing 10,000 times. I'm kind of disturbed that like the 50 Navy SEAL shirts that are hanging up in Ocean State Job Lot right now were all handcrafted. Something like something that ridiculous should not be handcrafted. Well, now you know why they're like 20 bucks when you buy them not at Ocean State Job Lot. But then eventually they ended up at Ocean State Job Lot for five bucks. Right. I mean, they've got free shipping over $25 and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that the pug one is my favorite. Yeah, I have that eagle one. That eagle one in the middle. I have that shirt. Evan has that too, right? I used to. My wife made me get rid of a lot of them, and I don't really blame her for it. Oh, look at the kittens! Nice. Yeah, keep keep going down, Adam, because you're gonna get to get to animals where like <laughs> oh, these are no. like. Look at the pig one, right? So, so it's just weird. a giant pig face. Like if you're standing. Within a reasonable distance of someone, like within five feet of somebody, you have no idea that they have a pig on their shirt. You have to stand back 20 feet to actually see what the hell it is. Mm -hmm. So when you're standing next to them, you just think it's like a really creepy, weird pink shirt. All right, guys, we're going to the clearance section here. Oh, man. Yeah. I just want to say, we started talking about Ocean State Job Lot, but if you guys have ever been to Maine, like real up Maine, there's a store called Martin's. And Martin's is Ocean State Job Lot, but Maine. I got a few tasteful mountain shirts up there, too. Nice. Gotta love it. Only three left of the Rasta Wolf smoking a joint. <laughs> yeah, see, you know, we were a little more tasteful back in my day. Yeah, you guys would only do that <laughs> while making the shirts, but now it's on the shirt. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> what is this sandwich? It's like a stoner's dream. It's like your whole shirt's a sandwich. <laughs> it's a giant burger. <laughs> I like how they tell you how many there are left. Like, if you're buying a t-shirt that is a one, how many patties is on here? We got one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe? No, seven, I think. I think I counted seven. Seven patties, yeah. You notice all the big sizes are sold out. <laughs> like all the 5XLs, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. I saw some friends that I still jam with and make music with sometimes, and they know some of the names of the prints. Nice. 
there was one that was like a, a lion or something. It was like his glorious majesty or something was the name of the print. <laughs> it was like the internal name. Oh man. The simpler time. I think around that period of time, Bob, I was working at uh, old Navy. Yeah. You didn't sell our mountain shirts there. Yeah. That's <laughs> nothing like a recession to make you uh, swallow your pride and, Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember the conversation when I was being interviewed for the job and the manager at the time asked me if I was planning on working there for life. <laughs> and I, I said, I'll be honest with you. No. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the stock market, like, buddy? I'm like, I have a degree in biology. I'd rather, you know, <laughs> use it for something that makes sense. And they're like, okay, we'll give you a dollar less. They're like, okay, you cool. should have said well, yes, Evan. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna spend the rest of your days uh, hanging hundreds of pairs of flip flops on a giant wall. <laughs> In my first tour, I definitely had a amazing all black, no sleeves, sweet black wolf. <laughs> I take, I like take the sleeves, tear them off, and like wrap them around as a headband. Nice, so badass. <sighs> These shirts, you can tell why they haven't sold. Let's go to the last page. We need the bottom of the barrel here. Keep calm and light it up. Yeah, <laughs> these are all just like weed. There's there's a uh, there's some uh, mistletoe hanging over someone's crotch with the words hint hint. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Classy. Okay. Well, all this is leading to absolutely nothing. No, no, Bob. What do you say about reaching out to Mountain and seeing about a roundhouse roulette? Oh, in the style of? Mountain T-shirt. Hell yeah. As someone who's done two tours of duty. If anything, just to get the response back from them saying no. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sure they'd come back and be like, yeah, here's the amount of money you need to spend. And we'd be like, (laughs) no, like, hey, look, I know your process on how you do your tie-dyes. And we're just going to do it anyway. Yeah, I know your patented method. Wait, do so okay. So here's the other question to you. If we get a bunch of white t shirts and I send them to you, would you be able to do the patented Ooh, tie dye? It would take a lot of work and it would fill up my bathtub. Yeah, it'd be yeah, your bathtub would hate it, but you'd it'd be a great weekend for you, right? So these were like five hundred gallon tubs that were like heated and you'd have to fill them up and then have a precise mixture of the dye and then stir up the dye and then throw them in. I remember the process. Yeah, these are all just details that I'm hearing. But <laughs> I mean, you've got a toilet. You've got a sink. <laughs> the toilet doesn't have a heater in it. At least not that I know of. Dude, C4. If we learn anything from Walker, Texas Ranger, just throw some C4 in Put a bunch of it. dye in the toilet with some t-shirts and then blow it up? Yeah. All right, we'll give it a shot. Okay, I'm just saying. We got to get working on the definitive tie-dye Mountain style, and I would like it to be official, right. honestly. Well, the hell we with them, not going to do it for us. I'll do it myself. And what's the opposite of mountain? Like, if we can't do a mountain, what would it be? I don't know what you're saying now. What's I the top know. of the mountain? What do they call that? The summit? The, yeah, the summit, the peak. The summit. Yeah. I think that's what we go with. So we're just going to start our own t-shirt company is what you're saying. Okay. We started on this with uh, laser pointers and somehow ended up talking about small batch t-shirt tie-dye. Okay. Well, so. so look for the <laughs> Summit collection from Roundhouse Roulette on our Etsy shop. Available never. <laughs> In uh, seven or eight years, maybe. 
Yeah, and uh, Bob never worked for Mountain two times. Right. Never once, never twice. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, it's me again. We're going to fast forward here and time travel to one week later. In other news, uh, we talked about I gave my phone number to the company that Chuck Norris has partnered with to take people's investment savings and turn it into gold. And I have been getting calls all week from this guy. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Let's put up his phone number here. Yeah, yeah. His, his name is Tim Pipkin. Okay. Good old Timmy Pipkin. Yeah. Then he sent me two follow-up emails. Then he sent me three texts. ABC, baby. Always be closing. Yeah. All week, he's been calling. I was at work, and I was talking to him. I was like, what is this weird number? And I picked it up. I was like, oh, it's the gold guy. And then in the middle of that, I got a call from work. I was like, sorry, man, got to go work. And I hung up on him and got the other call. He hasn't stopped. I've been getting like these weird calls all day, man. And I'm going to have to just tell Tim, look, man, I, I really just wanted the PDF of Chuck Norris. If you can get Chuck Norris to give me a call, he might be able to sell me on this. Tim Pipkin, if you want to get a hold of him, his number is 818-401-4390. Yeah. So the Los Angeles number. <laughs> have you told him that you don't have a 401k? Or I money. would think that would that would get him right. to go away. Money. Yeah, you that know what? I actually don't him. have any money at all, Tim. Uh, that's why I'm doing this <laughs> podcast, because I really want to make it rich. Yeah, I have a prepaid cell phone. Every time you call me, you're costing me money. Well, here's the thing. My phone number <laughs> is still my Massachusetts number. I've never changed it. And the numbers that come from him are all Massachusetts numbers. I think they try to to oh, mask their number. Okay. It's, that, it's that weird. Jeez, oh, yeah. That's the worst. Oh, I sent you guys a link earlier today. It was like a parody. And I I had forgotten this fad back in probably the late 2008 2007 something like that and if you recall that's when you know the economy was tanking and the stock market was plummeting and everything else and so there was basically just like that whole scam where it was like cash for gold yeah you know and put your gold in a freaking envelope (laughs) stick it in your mailbox in a in in like this branded envelope that says cash for gold right right yeah yeah that doesn't seem right yeah your mailman's like yep we're gonna lose this one yep (laughs) (laughs) gotta pay for retirement somehow yep yep uh so back then you know when stocks weren't worth anything uh everyone was buying everyone's gold and giving them cash and now the stock market is you know doing pretty well and instead they're like well you know give us your stocks and We'll give you some gold. It's a solid investment. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh it's a cyclical thing, I guess. Yeah. Do you think Chuck Norris has any gold teeth? Mm. No, nah, he's never had a cavity in his life. Yeah. But if he did, that would be the test. It's like, well, has Chuck Norris traded in his gold tooth? <laughs> his teeth are made of stone. Well, there you have it. I know I learned a heck of a lot about mountain t-shirts and the price paid for giving out my phone number in order to receive a PDF memo from the desk of Chuck Norris. We hope you'll rejoin us Wednesday, where we'll be back to our regular format, digging into some punch-packed Walker, Texas Ranger. Until then, may the eyes of the Ranger be upon you. When you're in Texas, look behind you. Where the ranger's gonna be